Welcome to Relationships Turned On. I'm your host, Laura Press, marriage and relationship counsellor. I believe relationships can be fixed and you deserve to have a connected and loving relationship. I give you the tools, strategies and insights so you can have a world-class relationship. Welcome to episode four of Relationships Turned On with me, Laura Press. I'm so excited to talk about parenting, priorities and passion and how to create an epic relationship with limited time and limited energy, which let's face it, we all have in today's busy, busy, busy world. So I'm going to be sharing with you some strategies and some tips on how to build a strong and fulfilling relationship even when the time is limited and the energy is just not there due to all of the demands on you and your partner. So again, quick disclaimer, this podcast is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered medical or mental health advice of any kind. All right, let's dive in. So as parents, it's no secret that our time and energy is often stretched so, so thin There is juggling work, household responsibilities, you know, kids' homework. It's challenging to find time for our partners. And it can be often one of the first things that go when life gets hectic and stressful. However, maintaining this strong connection and this healthy relationship is so crucial to the well-being of each of you, but also your family as a whole. So how can we actually do this when life is hectic? There's so many demands on our time, our attention and our energy. I'm going to dive in with some really practical strategies, some mindset shifts that can help you out. But first, I just want to go into a typical kind of scenario that I see a lot. I see a lot of families and couples packing in Soccer, ballet, school events, work, cleaning, playdates, shopping, you name it. And they always ask, why are we so disconnected? Why do we snipe and snip at each other all the time? Why do we fight so much? And why is our communication not better? Now, of course, there's a whole host of underlying things that do need to be addressed, such as attachment issues and what they're bringing into their current relationship from you know childhood in the past and all of that absolutely there's definitely that element there there's a lot there but to be perfectly honest with you there are what I like to call two low hanging fruits that they can address straight away to help them actually improve their relationship and connect more deeper with their partner the first one is over scheduling and committing to too much They have themselves and their children signed up to 101 things (laughs) before school, after school, you know, all of these things. And they're constantly go, go, go. They're constantly running to the next thing. They're constantly stressed. They're constantly late. Um, It's just so jam-packed that there's no downtime. There's no white space in the calendar anywhere. They obviously are the most beautiful people and are doing the best that they can do however they think that signing kids up to a thousand things means their kids are going to thrive and they're going to know all this stuff well yes they may know a lot but when yourself and your children are go 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 you're both in fight and flight you both have increased cortisol in your system 
And I honestly believe when you're not running to a thousand things, it gives yourself a chance to regulate your nervous system. It gives your kids a chance to regulate their nervous system. And that is just so important. It creates a different atmosphere for them and for you. So I believe this is such an underrated thing, but it creates a healthier and happier household if you can have white space in the calendar. So that's tip number one. Number two is kids come first. This is something I hear a lot. I have had a couple, I'm going to name them Jane and Damien because of of course I changed names to protect identity and they did everything for their kids. They were beautiful, attentive, loving, caring parents, but they did so much for their kids that they were constantly annoyed with one another another they were disconnected they never made time and space for each other or themselves they went around in circles around how to improve their relationship and got nowhere now honestly I this is not their fault they had role models that did the same the kids went first came first and you know that was their model that's how they believe you were good parents is to put the kids above everything you know the kids and the work and all of those things above everything but because of that their relationship suffered so much so I would love to ask you what do you think should come first your kids or your relationship your kids or your marriage it's a question I love to ask because I'm always so curious as the answer but I find that a lot of amazing couples come back to me with the answer of "Oh, of course our kids of course our kids have to come first they are little, they can't do things for themselves, yada, 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 right? <laughs> and of course, there are times where your kids will come first, they need things, you know, absolutely they will. But I'd like to put this forward to you as a mindset shift that I believe having your relationship as number one in your life and everything else as second is the most important thing. It creates a foundation. It creates a lens in which you as a couple or as an individual are making decisions with what's in the best interest of you both as a couple. Now, before you come at me with pitchforks (laughs) and let me explain a little bit about how this works. When you two are the focus, when you two put yourselves first and you get chances to have quality time, you get chances to have good conversations it actually amplifies how healthy happy and amazing your kids are it means that you have parents that are able to reflect on how the parenting is going able to discuss what should or shouldn't be done with the kids it is able to run a household better less conflict clearer communication which your kids pick up more loving relationship habits which your kids observe and are totally imprinting especially between zero and seven and a lot of studies are showing up to 12 13 and beyond anyway it is crucial so when i was speaking with jane and damien going back to um, that beautiful couple who did everything for their kids we discussed the principle of relationship first as kids thrive when they know mum and dad are good it's a different energy in the house it's lighter it's calmer it's more playful and what they actually noted a few weeks later they came back and they said to me our kids are talking to each other so much nicer they are 
listening to the way we're speaking to one another, which was radically different to how they initially were. And they're doing the same and the kids are fighting less, which honestly, I think, you know, was a lovely byproduct. It was never something that was the focus. So I just want to tell you that to demonstrate there's so many knock-on effects from you having a really solid, authentic, deep, loving, connected relationship. It doesn't just affect you two. It affects your children. It affects the way you even interact at work when you're feeling good about your relationship. There is so many benefits to actually looking at these things. So if your relationship is good and strong, healthy and loving, then so will your family home be and so will the energy in the house. Now, of course, like there are, here's some small little examples that could help you put your relationship first. So it could look like putting the kids to bed a half an hour early and they're reading a book in bed. It could look like them just going to bed earlier. It could look like you having a lunchtime date if that's feasible. It could look like just sending a few more texts to one another throughout the day to connect. Those tiny things are big things and they add up and they really impact your relationship. So it's really important to take that time. So number two is still moments. So when the kids are occupied and they're playing well, and I know this is fleeting, but still 30 seconds, still a kiss, still moments of love and appreciation between you both. You don't have to wait for a block of time like date night. It's all those 30 seconds to a minute add up to be huge. The more small points of connection you can have, the better. The next one is number three, and that's to communicate effectively. Now, I know you're crazy busy with work, parenting, and it's really easy to get caught up in the day-to-day routines and forget to communicate with your partner. But make an effort to check in with each other daily, even if it's just a quick chat over breakfast or before bed, share your thoughts, feelings, and concerns. Make an effort to actively listen to your partner. Leave post-it notes thinking of you or send a text. The 15 seconds to send a text can help you feel connected if this is something you practice regularly. But to be clear, this isn't a logistical text, not we're going to pick up the kids at X time. This is a more of thinking of you. Thank you for making an amazing wife or amazing husband. Make it meaningful, make it specific and be creative. The more specific and meaningful you can make it, the more impact it'll have. And this again takes 30 seconds to a minute. All right. So it's all about those small micro things you can do that really add up over time. Number four, schedule it. <laughs> schedule your quality time now I know it's not sexy to schedule it but if it's not already automated if it's not a part of your routine to spend quality time or check in every day then you need to send color alerts to you both with reminders to prioritize it to make it a part of your routine okay you know the saying whatever you water it grows whatever you appreciate appreciate it yes all cliche quotes but they are true The structure actually means you're more likely to effortlessly add in spontaneous points of connection and to feel more in the mood more often, whether we're talking about intimacy, affection, connection, right? It can sometimes seem counterintuitive to schedule it because it's meant to be all romantic, uh, but 
it's not. Give it a go and see if it works for you. I'm guessing it will. Number five, and the most important one in my opinion is to actually take care of yourself. When you're a parent, it's easy to put your needs last, like way, way last, right? However, if you take care of yourself, it helps your relationship. Looking after your mental health and well-being is so important to creating an epic relationship. When you make time for yourself to exercise, meditate or read or whatever your thing is, you have more energy. You're in a better mood. It affects your kids. It affects your relationship. You show up as the best version of yourself, therefore creating a better relationship. So important and often one of the most neglected things I see on a day-to-day basis. Now, I'd love for you to take one of these that we've been talking about and think, which one would make the most impact in my life right now? Which one could I implement today? Or which one could I schedule in for next week? Make it a priority. Your relationship and your kids will thank you for it. Okay, so creating an epic relationship when you have kids and a time and energy poor requires a mindset shift and intentionality, putting your relationship first and everything else after. Don't overschedule your week or your life. Steal moments of connection or intimacy or affection where you can. They add up and they matter. Practice effective communication and connect during the day, even if it's a text. Schedule quality time, making time for intimacy and connection and scheduling it in the calendar with alerts is important. Taking care of yourself is a foundational and essential component for all of this to work. So make sure you have some time out for you, whether it's 5, 20 minutes an hour. It doesn't matter about the time. It matters how you feel. Make sure your mental health, physical health is on point. I am so glad that you're here listening with me today. Thank you so much for listening. I hope these tips were helpful. Uh, As a big thank you for listening today, I'd like to offer you my free successful habits relationship checklist and you can get it just at the link below. It's at laurapresscounseling.com but go to the link below. It'll take you specifically to get the free habits checklist you will love it it'll help you actually install a whole lot of things we spoke about today plus a lot more that I haven't even had a chance to mention all right looking forward to talking next time 